Good evening and welcome to the Hot Box Show. I'm here with my homies around the table, Joanne. How are you? How's it going? Dan. <laughs> and Dale. <laughs> and uh, tonight, what are we? We're going to discuss lots of news, Joanne. And it is. We've got episode 229. It's the second last one of the year. And the video you made yeah. for us. This is our last one uh, where we give away that huge big prize for our Instagram big year-end winner that's been I'm glad I saw some action on yeah. Instagram this week. People are actually listening and tagging us. So they want to win stuff, We've right? got a competition. <laughs> the race is on. The race is on. The race is absolutely on. So that's very exciting. So yeah, we've got uh, we've got a poll, we've got some weed, we've got some stories. Some we stuff. don't have a, a Myrtle's rant because she's away with the uh, with the uh, touring activists. Yeah, in the Kruger National Park, right? <coughs> I think they actually just arrived in Swaziland uh, this evening. Yeah. 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 I said it's uh, Swaziland earlier, but I said it like in the most white girl way and I felt like instantly... <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> our terrible. poll, we've got a poll tonight. Is it on Insta, on, uh, sorry, YouTube and YouTube Facebook? YouTube and Facebook Both. should be, yes, yeah. Okay. What's the poll, Sean? Uh, the question is, would you grow hemp if you have to get your crop regularly inspected by the SAPS, which is currently uh, what the hemp permit regulations say you, you have to do. So the answers are no, yes, or maybe. Three options, easy. So pick one and please vote and we'll give you the answer at the end of the show. Absolutely no. No. <laughs> I mean, obviously we've got, to, we've got to accept at a point there's got to be some sort of regulatory board if you're growing commercially. There's yeah. got to be someone that comes and checks, right? But, but not corrupt people. Not the no. cops. Why, why does this have anything to do with the... The day the cops come to check my tomatoes. But you know, guys, if we get to a point where the cops are coming to check our tomatoes, you know that we are absolutely beyond fact. Yeah, yeah no freedom but. left. Okay. Yeah, like so let's not even let it get there. Yeah, Myrtle always says they must come with a clipboard and just check that you tick the right boxes. Mm. If you let them control one yeah. plant too much, you're going to let them control clipboard, all the plants too much. Yeah. We don't see handcuffs around cigarettes and alcohol, do we? No, we don't. Mm. No, we don't. So moving along, what's on the dank cam? What's on the cam tonight? Mmm. Mm. Some tasty treats. Let's zoom in on that. There's a lot of colours there, huh? I can't tap there. Everything from light to deep green. Some browns and yellows. Mama. <laughs> that looks really tasty. It is jelly cake. Yeah. Jelly cake. Jelly cake from Nocturnal Genetics. Hit them up. They've got some of the best genetics. I in don't the even think I've ever seen an actual jelly cake. Mm. Not. No. So uh, I'm sure it smells good. I'm sure. Uh, I'm gonna smell yeah, it now. smell it. We can it's roll it up in these really like you cool. Think jelly cake um, would smell. Giza papers that we got last week from them. I was supposed to get a, a light from them, but I forgot because I was a bit goofed by the end of the expo. Gosh, this smells really nice, Dan. Sure. Sure. Yummy. Okay, so that's it for Dan Cam. I think we've, we don't have much of a Fields of Green update today, except to say that the crew, well, myself, Amy and Charles, went off to, the, off to 420 Central today because they were hosting a, <clears throat> a 420 recognition ceremony. Now, with Myrtle being away, we all went to go and collect her, her certificate. Oopsie. Uh, for her contribution to um, outstanding efforts and activation in the cannabis industry for 2022. Yeah, it was a very community-based event. Yeah, it was very event. cool. Very we had a private cool. club, so it wasn't a public event. 
Yes. It was by invite only. Yes. And uh, they handed out about, I would say, fif- 15 awards, right? It was lovely. There was um, for like media, mm. for like SCAFE. Yeah, people all across the board uh, were recognized. 17 team that organized the, the big Soweto festival. Yeah. They, they definitely deserve that recognition. Oh, that was amazing. Epic group of humans. Yeah, really, really great. Yeah, so we spent a lot of our morning there uh, this morning just hanging out with some really cool people, you know. Mm, beautiful to help venue. Ourselves. My Absolutely first time gorgeous. there. Mine too, mine mm. too. I think I'll definitely be going back. <clears throat> yeah. the, all the artwork on the walls outside by Reese ja- Moonjava. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Then we wanted to contact him and we found out that he is... Oh, he's moved to Thailand. Thailand. I said to him, oh, dude, don't you want to help us like when we redo the, the hot box next time? And he says, well, okay, as long as next time is in a few years' time, because he's, mm. he's away, but he said he might do I'm some sure prints for us or some wallpaper. Mm. Very exciting. So I suppose we can move straight on to, uh, to our CBD and in then, eh? Yeah, we've got some news. We've got some news. In our first story, let's talk about uh, phytocannabis researchers. Now, people are, no, are under a bit of an illusion as to what the hemp permits entail. And the hemp permits in South Africa actually don't allow for any sort of phyto extractions in cannabis at all. Hemp is only for industrial reasons. So as long as you've got the hemp permit, you can't do any extractions on your plants. And we're seeing a lot of South African companies at the mm-hmm. moment promoting their locally extracted hemp. Yeah, Phyto, uh, uh, Cannabis Phyto Research Company put out a post this week, uh, it was just yesterday or the day before, saying that it, they'd received written communication from SAPRA confirming that if you've been growing hemp with the intention of doing extractions for CBD, CBG, all of those things, forget about it. Forget about it. Your yes. hemp is for shoes and building materials yeah. and stuff like that. Industrial reasons. Yeah. yeah. That's quite a yeah. narrow restriction. And this, uh, this was confirmed by SAPRA themselves yeah. in writing. What happened recently in the States is that they actually allowed CBD extraction from hemp. And in the end, the market got flooded with CBD and people turned the CBD into nasty stuff in laboratories and they ended up with a spice pandemic. Well, that's it. That's it. It gets made uh, and we'll talk later. And things. We'll talk later about flooding the market. But I don't think SAPRA is putting this rule there to prevent people from making spice. Or uh, What would be the reasoning behind that, do you think, Joe? Power trip. Power trip. Why else? Because you've got you've got all of this plant material. You could, you know, why not be able they, to extract stuff from it? That's because when you get a hemp license, you don't have a GMP license. Ah. It means you. It's because you're a hemp farmer. It doesn't mean you can do any kind of manufacturing mm-hmm. at all. So the people that issue the hemp permit, they've got to say over exactly what you do with your crop as well. Is that what it means? Well, I don't you have to declare the crop to it the should, It should be like that, yes. That if you're growing hemp, you might be growing it outdoors in fucking dirt. Mm, it's your but farm. As it's at the moment you want to process it, it has to become me going to a GMP side of facility, which is then a lot more stricter, and then SAPRA has mm. to sign it off. But it, what, I think what they're saying is they're saying that they, they're not, not even allowed to do it. Yeah, so if you grow 500 hemp plants, and it you is take only one uh, cola and make 
Even breakfast. if you make oil, you can't sell it because if you're not making a GMP yeah. setting, it's not going to help you. You're not going to be able to sell it anywhere. They say because you can't trade in cannabis. Yeah, but their regulation is not around trade. Their regulation is against just making that extract, no matter yeah. if you even just keep it for yeah, yourself. Yeah, they say if they come to your facility and they find even just a tiny little bit of extract at the facility, mm. you're going to be. I find it quite harsh because uh, this connects him now. Uh, the Department of um, Trade and Industry are they? Who's issuing the hemp permits? Um, Sapa. Agriculture. Sapa. No, no Sapa, Sapa are not well. issuing hemp permits. No, it's agricultural. agricultural. It's yeah. Yeah. So yeah. now Sapra is having a say in what the agricultural department's permits. Yeah, I suppose, but the extracts are for medicinal, are for medicinal use. That's what they're trying to do. People are trying to circumvent and they're trying to extracts CBD from hemp, mm. which is which the government is intending for to be, like you say, industrial crop, yeah. not a medicinal crop. Yeah. Yeah. Because CBD grown from a medicine is grown differently. It's not grown from a fucking hemp plant. A hemp plant is a fibrous, it's not looked after, it's not maintained, it's not, there's no special care taken. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a lucky that you have that excess CBD in the hemp plant. The, the, the intention it's is good for the livestock if you're using it for feed. Yeah. 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 I mean, basically, yeah. It'll do them, yeah. I suppose they'll make a division between human consumption, animal consumption, and complete industrial use. Mm. All they're following along the lines of what they did in the States is where guys were doing hemp, taking the CBD, and then doing a, a process which then would change it to Delta 9 or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So it gets to THC. So I don't know if they're that clued up and that they're thinking like that, or they're just rather saying, you guys aren't making medicine, you're doing industrial. Yeah. So end of story. That's it. That's yeah. what your, your license says. Because I think the, the license are exactly. very specific well, it's from as the, well. from the agricultural department. Mm. If you want to do CBD oil, you have to apply through SAPRA. That's it. And then they'll mm. say, yes, you can have your farm. I can understand if they want to do it like that, but then yeah. let the small growers and the mom and pop operations do their extracts. You know, let us just get on with it. Don't make it completely against the law. I understand if you grow hemp that you can't do extracts. Maybe we can accept that because you're growing. No, look. The minute you, you label it as medicine, there's got to yeah. be uh, specific. It's got to because it's got to come out exactly the same every single time. Yeah. Yeah. At the moment you cannot be variation. It's not craft is, medicine. Is, the thing is, <laughs> what can yeah. also happen is if you if you know if you're making medicines or you're making oils or whatever, you can do like a basic extraction which they should figure out somehow. SAPRA should figure out a way for people like in the rural areas to do a basic extraction, hand it over to a GMP facility that will then take it in, mm -hmm. and because they're GMP, they can remediate anything. They can change it, they can clean yeah. it, they can make Every it into a... Every little town should have a machine. They can make it into a final end product that they can sell. municipality or wherever so it's So it's, it's sort of bring your, you know, bring your shit and we'll make bring it crude. Yeah. Yeah. Bring yeah. your crude, bring crude. So let the community come and do their testing at the municipality. It's the same with oil. If you hit oil on your property and you get all the rights to mine it and pump it, <clears throat> you're going to take it to Caltex or Shell or mm. whoever's going to buy it from you. You know, it's just it's crude oil. And then they refine it into diesel and everything else that we go. from it. So they should have something like that for... Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's fascinating. So. Sure. And then, Dan, what happened on the... We had some There's more news the on the JSC front. next story about uh, the JSC censures cannabis firm nutritional holding from, from a series of failures. Uh, the JSC has, sent, has publicly censured Alt-X-listed Alt nutritional holdings for being tardy in providing information, important information to shareholders. Basically, the, the JSC uh, looks at them negatively. They are not... They're basically in, in the shit. 
because they're not they're not clear up clear with what they're doing. They're not providing the right reports. They're not doing what a business should do that's listed on the JC Simple. Mm. It's in the so story. what did we hear last week? We had another company who so withdrew was, from the. they withdrew. That yeah. was psilocybin yeah, they withdrew because they didn't not make, make the amount yeah. that they needed to. Yeah, their IPO failed. Yeah. 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 So they saw this coming, but they pulled <laughs> out in time. I mean, no, they didn't pull out in time. They failed. No, they failed. These guys have literally been. They've been censured by the JC. The JC said, listen, yeah. you yeah. have yeah. not given Suspended, us what we want. Yeah. You've not provided what's required. But they, in they at least accepted it and didn't exit. They didn't hang on there for dear life until they got kicked No, out. no, they got shouted yeah, at. They, they were like, out. you didn't no, do some of the things you were supposed out. to do. You did some other things you weren't supposed yeah, to no, do. sorry. It's not on. Uh, and apparently they were lying about some liquidation so yeah, the firm, not the happening. The firm whose shares were suspended in May 2021 due to late financials is under threat of termination while it also faces a court battle in January 2023 that could see it liquidated. They screwed. Yeah. Yeah, people want fall. to grow too quickly and they don't figure out all the rules in yeah. time and they don't just, they just see money and then things go wrong. Yeah. Plus, like, are they cannabis people, really? Yeah. Do they smoke? You know what, hey, the plant always Definitely gets not. rid of the people who are not meant to be Definitely. part of the plant. <laughs> Isn't it? Yeah, it's, Isn't it? it's a filter. Yeah, and it tracks okay. the right ones and gets rid of the... Nasty ones. Yeah, so like I'm sorry for you guys. Like, you, you know, jobs lost, whatever. Um, that's always a sad thing. But um, yeah, you can't don't, discriminate don't leave against us out. Those yeah. don't smoke. But um, <coughs> don't leave us out. Don't try and hog the whole pie. Yeah, as, the rainbow nation. We should accept everybody. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Mm. And then we're bouncing back to Sapra. Who's got that one? Yeah, Sapra's. There's been some smackdown at Sapra. Another Sapra story. Every week there's a Sapra. We find out that Sapra license holders are not actually meeting their export uh, expectations. So Mm. at the moment, they say only about out of the 80 Sapra license holders, only five of them have been proven to actually been exporting their weed. So the rest, the rest of them off-takes. have been dumping <coughs> and flooding our entire no off-take agreements. We've been saying it the whole damn time, <coughs> haven't we? Five. Do you know what the funny thing about... Well, That's 7%. Yeah. That's 7% yeah. of the guys that have licenses have actually mm. exported their weed. Oh. And because it's it's one thing to meet SARPRA standards, which is quite low. So you put in the basic amount mm. of money just to meet SARPRA standards, mm. but you can't meet the European market demands. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. They, you can't they, meet the they're GMP getting this COAs and they're getting it with a low level of whatever it might be and as soon as they approach the European market or the Australian market or whatever market they're going to people are like no their, no, no, their levels are different yeah and they're even more fine and, the, and, and if it's by and if it's even by one hundred thousandth of a micron Mm. They won't accept it. It's end of story. Yeah, you got to be spot on. You have to be even better than spot on mm. because you must understand there's also yeah. degradation in transport. If you have a micro, if you have some sort of like fungus or or, or like micro, what's it called a micro, microbial microbial um, in the in the, the bud. If there's a count of it somewhere, some test, you're in trouble. Imagine you send that. Imagine you send that overseas and it's yeah. it's a weakened transport transit, and, and then it populates more. When they test that side, many of those side, things you can never get rid of once you've got it. Yeah, on but when they test it that side, when it gets that side, they test it. They, they don't send it back to you. They terminate. They they burn it, they burn it there and then. So yeah. you lose your whole entire crop. Yep. And they don't pay you. Without, exactly. Yeah. There we go. They don't. Yeah. They just send you a letter back saying, yeah. sorry, but here's your test result from our side. We don't accept it anymore. It's being terminated because we can't send it back. Yeah. So oh, now, all these guys with their millionaire investors, the investors are starting to realize that they're not getting anything out of their money. You know, mm. a lot of these guys are actually closing down their facilities because what they thought they were investing in promised a lot of money. When, when these li- licenses started being known uh, in the media a few years back, I got a lot of phone calls at Fields of Green from people that said, 
we're going through the license application process, but there's two things that we can't get right. We can't take, get an off-take agreement, which means somebody from overseas that will buy your product, and we can't get seeds. Sapra never told these people where to get off-take agreements or seeds. Mm. They came to Fields of Green for all to ask for those things. So I couldn't help them. Oh, nothing to do with us either. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's a conundrum. And our big lawyer, Ricky Stone, first uh, brought this up in May, back in May, to the government and, and already said that he has proof that a lot of these companies, mm. so it's, it's on paper now, it's written in stone yeah. and uh, people can't hide from it anymore and a lot of that the That literally just makes them good old-fashioned drug dealers and it mm. turns their nice licensed <coughs> facilities into drug laboratories. I've heard people talking about doing just that today. Mm. There's more legal cannabis on the black market than ever before. Yeah, it's all There's a leading over. cannabis industry Thanks. insider who chose to remain anonymous, by the way. Licensed yeah. growers are finding it very difficult to fulfill off-take agreements because many of them thought that the Section 22 license from SAPRA automatically entitled you to export overseas. And like I said, it doesn't necessarily work that if way. If your flower doesn't comply, it's gone. Why must they buy from you? <laughs> they can buy from anywhere. Yeah, they've got yeah, so well, much well, weed over there. Why would they want to buy ours? Why can't we just sell yeah. it over here? And so Cannabis Arts so said that <laughs> they spoke to Ricky Stone and um, they tried to contact Sapra as well to provide a statement on their behalf. Um, but they're not really getting any uh, useful information no. out of them on whether Sapra wants to go ahead and sue these guys. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, not just are they, they breaking the terms of agreements for their licenses, but they're actually committing a crime in terms of the Drugs and Drugs Trafficking Act. No, yeah, but it's human nature. Do you blame these people? They want to just make a living and get by like everybody else, you know? But if you've put in all that effort and now you're stuck with this flower and your off-take doesn't want it, what are you going to do? If you can get it back door, they can do that. Yeah. Yeah, but people go for gaps and that's a gap they'll take. Why says the unicorn ate all the off-take agreements? The unicorn ate it. That's exactly what happened. That's what happens with favoritism because licensing system there's no proof that it's going to work yeah no, but yeah. the fact is right there where we, in the world is we're all work? losing out because how firstly it's yeah. difficult to 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 really grow stuff that quality that the license facilities that's are exactly growing. the big why point. should you be able and to not me not matching the price because they're flooding the market at like they 30 are. rand a gram the price yes. and our legacy farmers are the ones that even down to 15 exactly i'm a ponder the the farmers are sitting there they are unable to sell the the flowers that they've relied mm. on to put food on the table for generations. Yeah. Now suddenly these license facilities are flooding the, the market. Are minimum, minimum, I would say 10 million without running costs for the first year. Yeah, for yeah. sure. You know, so they, I mean, they're paying. They're these, paying. These aren't they're people who's just trying to make a living, Sean. These are people yeah. who, are, who are trying to capitalize on a grey area. Yeah, but when yeah. things go wrong, then they jump for the, the first opportunity to get rid of the flower because they want their money. They also, no, they, they, what they're most likely to try to do is they, there's, there's plenty of takes. Mm. I'll tell you now, there's plenty of yeah. takes. There's, there's lots of people but that can want you comply with what they want? Thank you. That's yeah. what the thing is. All these people here have gone through, through the fucking hoops, uh, loops and hoops and whatever. Yeah, but they, they don't still don't the But they didn't do it properly. <laughs> they didn't do it properly. They, they, they didn't employ the right people to, yeah, to assist them. And many of them are first timers. And right? then they, exactly. And also because they're businessmen, they have money, yeah. they think that they know everything about this plant. And I've mm. seen it many times and mm -hmm. I speak from literal experience. And they don't actually get the right people to help them build the facilities or to at least advise them on certain things. And when it comes to inspection or it comes to the time, Things that they didn't do in the beginning have caught up with them so badly 
that they are so invested, they don't know what the fuck to do, so they have to get the money somehow. Yep. And then they turn to and the they all want to be first. Yeah. They, there we go. They all want to be first without actually doing it correctly. Yeah. The best facilities that take time to build and yeah. time to design and because it's you have to go and but it's so unfair that you can only sell it to an off-tech i mean imagine you could sell it on the local market there'd be healthy competition and we'll get even better cannabis than we already but that's like. exactly mm, our whole point that's yeah. that is no, why we've got craft cannabis they, mm. that, even if those guys let's say it was open and those guys were still on the where, where they are i mean they would just flood the market with crap weed from yeah. the cheap beer everywhere Mm. Where we know? drove today to Michalisburg, I just looked around and it's such a beautiful country we yeah. live in. Uh, it reminded me of the Boerland where you see all these winelands. This could be like a cannabis route that we, we drove today. I can imagine all those little venues we saw by the side of the road. Could mm. be like where you, do, you go to wine tasting, you can go there to a cannabis tour of the country. It would be mm. so beautiful if they can just let us. If they could just let us. Mm. So moving on. So moving on, um, this past weekend, some of the crew went off to the Squirrel Run 2.0, and that was held at the Bosseville Country Estate. Joe, what's a Squirrel Run? So, Squirrel Run, I keep tripping over my tongue every time I try and say Were there it. squirrels? Uh, there were no squirrels, there, <coughs> there were chickens, nuts. there were pigs, there was cows, <coughs> there was birds that were attacking us because we were going too close to their nests. But it was, um, it's like a scavenger hunt. Okay. So I made a little video, it's, sorry, it's a little bit longer than it's allowed to be, it's five and a half minutes. But it was such a long day and I, there was so much to do. There were like 16 prizes, there were like 34 sponsors, I've, I managed to list them all somewhere in the video. And, and we had such a good time. And two members Port of Seville the crew won a, prizes. A, yeah? yeah, two of the crew won prizes. But like, to be honest, to be fair, some of the crew paid for their tickets to get into the venue, so... If, and and you know, we weren't together, we were on our own mission. Yeah, everyone was on their own mission. So somebody was following me going, Ah, you media, you media, you know where everything is, we're following you. I'm like, no, nah, bro, I don't know where anything is. <laughs> I'm following them to see. You didn't can... find a nut in the end. I wasn't looking for a nut, no. Um, but we had a really good time. Bosseville is, is 420 friendly. And it's, it's nice to be able to sit and, you know, chill and, and have all of those nice things there. So, I don't know, here's a little movie I made. Let's have a look.
Hydropus, thank you very much. Mr. Uh, first place. Yes. Well done. <laughs> Second prize is sponsored by Cradle Genetics. Yeah. It's really about getting prize. Oh, that's a big one. And then third prize is sponsored by Zolbart. Yeah, there were some great prizes there, Joe. There were some amazing prizes. I'm gonna do. We're gonna do an unboxing. I filmed it three times already, but I, I'm not happy with it, so I'm gonna film it again. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, it was absolutely amazing. There were some amazing prizes. There was genetics. There was equipment, there was nutrients, there was edibles, there and a was a bunch of stoners jogging. That's something you don't and see every day. And dab tools and <laughs> sprinting. I mean sprinting, yeah. All sorts and the collector, sprinting. like all of those sponsors that were listed, that's what made the video so long, but I felt they needed the love, right? Because they all came out and contributed so much it very to make this there. event work. And I had so much fun. I am not a fuck am I missing the next one. It was so yeah, much was fun. Like my time. turbo literally blew on my car on the way there and we crawled there, but damn it, we made it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> crawled right. home again. Um, so should we on move the on to the international news? Yeah. Sure. What about the old people? They you always say, what about the children? What about the children? Mm. I think the children often need to be looked after by their parents, um, you know, when kids eat gummies and that is the parents' fault. But now this story is about the old people. In Pennsylvania, um, they started a program providing financial assistance to low-income cannabis patients. So older people that have medical issues that they use medicinal uh, prescription cannabis for. The program will affect nearly 1,400 senior citizens in the state of Pennsylvania. Nice. Um, uh, certain low-income senior citizens uh, will receive financial assistance for their medical cannabis treatment thanks to a newly launched pilot program in the state. Now, that is really uh, amazing goodwill from the side of the government. Yes. Uh, which is something that we really need to start seeing in South Africa. Myrtle spoke about Ubuntu at the Cannabis Expo. Mm. And I see these kind of gestures all over the world and often in these states where they have uh, legal cannabis. So I really think South Africa needs to step it up, you know. And, and, and the thing is, it can, that, that can still be profitable at the, in the long yeah, run. We see no goodwill in cannabis. The no, highest amount a, of patients for cannabis right now is the older people, is the senior citizens. Yeah, those are, that's the biggest market. Exactly. And they, I love that they're filling the gap where medical aids are not covering for Yeah, because that is the reason why, why the government or the mm. state started uh, this funding for the older people that it shows are some actual foresight from the yeah. government, which is refreshing the to see. The medical aid said, we're not going to cover your, your prescription cannabis. And then the state actually came forward, started a fund <coughs> and started helping these people. That's amazing. It's amazing. It really is amazing. So, well done, Pennsylvania. Yeah. That's fantastic. So, the last story for the night uh, is... A big one. Yeah. So, uh, cops may soon be able to scan your eyeballs to see if you are driving stoned. Locally? No, so it's a Montana-based company uh. called Gla Gaze, G-A-I-Z-E. 
that have developed a device so basically it fits on you like one of those virtual reality goggle vibes mm -hmm. and it turns it makes everything pitch black and then it does like this little light show and it measures the response of your pupils mm. now this is amazing technology it still can't be used as in uh, evidence on a court of law, though. I mean, Same as a breathalyzer. I'd like to even see a cop try stick something on my head because no, uh, no, I'm quite sensitive to light as it is, <laughs> and they want to stick this thing. Yeah, what, if, what if it flashes and you have a fucking leptic? For me, the argument remains <laughs> that they are trying to right. prove here how stoned you are instead of proving whether you are impaired and yes. you, you are not able to operate machinery or drive, and there's a difference there. Yes. Just wanting to pin people yeah. for being stoned, yeah. I don't know. That's because there's still thing. no proof that cannabis does impair your driving. Mm. Yeah, or very little proof. You need to so, smoke a lot. Yeah. For it so to this have dude, slight effect. The company's like founder. The slightest, yeah, slight effect. slightest effect. Yeah. And now they freak out about the yeah. slight effect. Because if you're too slow, sorry, if you're too slow to drive, you're just not going to drive. Yeah. yeah. You'd be like, or drive ultra safely. I'm going to chill here, right here, or I'm going to drive really slowly and just fucking. Yeah, ultra yeah, safe. So yeah. it's just going to make everyone crawl at 20. Yeah. And people are so strict about this driving stone thing because they unconsciously compare it to driving drunk. Yeah. Mm. And it is totally not the same thing at all, whatsoever, ever. Mm. No, right, exactly. Joe? Not even a little bit. Not even a little bit. Because the thing is, if I'm too stoned to drive, I know I'm too stoned to drive. I accept it. And I sit and I have a cup of coffee, mm. maybe something to eat mm. to ground me no, a little bit. No, but it doesn't happen very often, does you know, it? <laughs> but when you drink, you you're never, yeah, no, you're no, never you too drunk decisions. to drive. You're never too drunk to drive. And uh, like I've done that. I've done that. I've been driving home drunk many years ago when I used to drink. And actually halfway home, I like had a moment with myself and I was like, but you're actually going to kill somebody right now. Like, pull over. Yeah, just chill. <laughs> Pulled over in a garage, had a cup of coffee, and yeah, ate something uh, yeah, as well. No, just eat something and drink some coffee. But it's it very rare that you have those moments of self-actualization when, you, yeah. when you're drunk. You feel incapable. Mm. Yeah. So the, the company's founder, is his name is Ken Fichtler. I hope I pronounced that right. Mm -hmm. uh, has said that American law enforcement agencies, some have already agreed to use the technology, but he's not at liberty to say which ones. And unfortunately, he says, I'll preface all of this by saying I'm pro-cannabis, um, <coughs> pro-legalization. Interesting. I'm doing this because I see a distinct need at, at the federal level to have some product to detect impairment so we can keep roads safe. Yeah, well, good luck proving that. Yeah, mm. but uh, again, it cannot be used as evidence in court. Much like a traditional breathalyzer, officers can use it in the field if they suspect someone is high. Mm. Uh, it takes it removes their own bias from the equation. So I suppose mm. that could be slightly it, useful. It is a new method to do it. Like test, the goggles so. aren't going to be. I'm sorry to say, but the goggles aren't going to be um, prejudiced against you because you're a stoner or a yeah. certain something something so, you know science fiction angle almost like the american goggles. cops unfortunately have a bit of a reputation for being a little bit prejudiced in their pullovers mm. so maybe this will help save some people what about the epileptics dude yeah mm -hmm. no yeah well, exactly what, uh, what if your eyesight is just bad and this machine is now suddenly detecting something that you should have gone to see an optometrist about i'm sure there are exceptions <laughs> and <they're... laughs> There's a lot of fine lines here, and it'll probably still take years before we see something like this in action. Yeah, yeah, indeed. Because it's objective at the end of the day. Yeah, the what'll, what'll well, happen The cop judges whether or not you look mm. high. Mm. Will this eye test arrive faster, yeah. or will the world catch up to 
how, how safe cannabis can be. People will learn eventually that it's really not that dangerous. Yeah, I still, like, yeah, I'm old school and I can't imagine complying to having devices put on me at a roadblock. Well, there's that nasal swab where they push yeah, the things up your nose. Yeah, I don't I don't consent to that either. <laughs> I don't. No, thank you. Sorry. <laughs> Bodily autonomy. Not a fork. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much it for the stories. Hey? Yeah. We want to remind you that next week we are going to be going through the Instamigrams. It's the last big one of the year. We've got or a lots. big one, a three-week one. Yeah. The best out of three weeks of Instagram. I see people have been entering. People uh, have been entering. I see you found some. Uh, do you want? Yeah, do we, we want to show some of them? I don't know if we've got them loaded. Some of the semi-finals. Let's have a look at some of the ones that we are currently looking at. Mm -hmm. These tagged the actual People tagged hotboxshow.coza, that's our at handle on Instagram. That yeah. is the tag you should use, nothing else. Please, Hashtags the hashtag is banned. It's shadow yeah. banned, it's tag not us working, directly. it's out of stock. And tell your friends, don't just do it yourself, tell everyone else to join in. Yeah. The more the merrier. And there's no restrictions <coughs> on whether you've won in the last three months or not, because we figure that this is a, this is a big prize. This, these lights have been sponsored by... Please remind me somebody Yo, on the crew because that. I'm quite lost. Oh, Amy, hydro no, something. Oh it's my god. No, it's not hydrobus. He's, I want to say. How beautiful is that? Yeah. Yeah. We will tell you when we, when we announce the winner so who donated we'll, the prize. Hydro Exchange. Hydro Exchange. That's it. So thank That's you it. to Hydro Exchange. So they have donated this, this amazing light for one grand winner. And, uh, and that's very exciting. Uh, get, are do they get just the light yeah, or the light, light and a goodie bag? What lights? Uh, yeah, I'm sure we'll throw in a goodie bag too. <coughs> the so those are the lights there. Oh, shout out to the people in the comments. Uh, Tiggy Zorz is watching. Yay! Yeah, I'm sure he's going to enter. I need to get him on the show. He had a cuck experience having to go to the police station, tell them where he's growing and why. Oh yeah, well the, from so the that's pole. Scary. Yeah. Can mm. you imagine? I don't. I also don't think I'd, my anxiety <laughs> would allow me to go into a police station and say, "Hey guys, like, so here's my paperwork. I'm growing like one yeah. metric cuck ton of weed." You know. Yeah, I've heard some <laughs> stories over the years. Uh, I had a chat with a friend of mine that I met when I started way back at Join the Queue, who live tweeted his arrest um, <clears throat> on the road near Montiki one evening when the police pulled him and his girlfriend over and they were smoking weed in the car and everybody was stoned and they laughed all the way to the police cells and live tweeted everything. I was following the whole drama on Twitter. <laughs> that was before the privacy judgment so it was quite serious. Yeah, no, look I mean it's not like the cops have really stopped anyway. Have no, they? Uh, a lot you of people go on today, and didn't you? Yes, mm. and two yesterday. The arrests have not stopped so Especially now, it's officially December, the month that doesn't exist oh, in yes. South Africa. People it's want just, their bribes. Call it festive. <laughs> yeah. So be careful out there, guys. Know your rights. It's all on our website at Fuel yeah. to Green for All. Yeah. If you know your rights and that cop stops you, then you'll feel a lot safer because you'll know what to say and do. If you don't know, the cop's not going to tell you. They'll yeah. most likely uh, uh, deceive you. Well, indeed. I'm just looking um, to see if we've got any poll results yet. Hmm. From our Techie from a Distance, we've got YouTube poll results are in. Great, what did they say? So... What was our poll? Let's look. Mm. The poll was... Uh, no. Would you grow hemp if you have to get your crop regularly inspected by the SAPS? <laughs> yes, no, or maybe. 
What did they say, Joe? So, 86% of you said no. 89. Sorry, 89. I'm a bit goofed. 89% <laughs> said no. 11% said yes. And nobody said maybe. <laughs> and then the Facebook poll results. Uh, we have 80% uh, said no. 0% said yes. And 20% said maybe. That's a majority vote for no. That's a majority vote mm. for no. No, I think we Bad can idea. Stick with no. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's it for us for tonight. A short show. Yeah. Sorry, Sorry we, we were a bit late, late, but that's Eskoms. Load uh, shedding, it is what it is. Yes, what it is. Yeah, and I think it's time to see you next week, and Myrtle will be back to tell us about her trip. I'm and sure probably sure. with another aunt. So there's something else to look forward to. Hopefully, yeah. Dale, what are you signing us out with? No, you're right. Like what up for Jules. Please stay safe and choose happy. No, I don't know what to say because they took what I was going to say. So see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>